Welcome to the Talking Shit Podcast, I'm Tyler Brown. Um, it's Friday, it's uh, 9.02 on a Friday, so not the end of the week yet, but I thought I'd just record a podcast because I've been extremely bored today. I promised to myself yesterday that I'll wake up, um, you know, I'll take a shower, uh, I'll do some homework, uh, do some other side works, um, and I've basically done none of that. It's been one of the laziest days, probably, of recent memory for me. Um, but I seemingly always do this with myself as well. I wake up and I say, oh, this is, you know, I'm going to do some good good stuff today. I'm going to be productive. And I end up doing shit all. So that needs to change, really. And I probably will. I probably, maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow will be a good day. No, today was good, but it was just unproductive, boring, nothing of note really, um, I wrote a review for my uh, Instagram, at Real Tyler Brown, um, which you can watch this podcast on kind of because I share it there, but other than writing a review, which is basically leisure time for me, I've done absolutely nothing and that's really kind of what's happened in this entire week, I've done nothing. So I don't I don't have much to talk about when it comes to kind of events in my life personally. But um I can talk about what's going on here in England, just from uh outside outsider's point of view. Uh lockdown is basically over. I believe it's I believe it's completely done, but I'm not sure. I know it it's definitely coming to an end. Uh at some point everything's reopening July fourth. Um, when it comes to like haircuts and stuff, and I, I um, I needed a haircut a couple of weeks back actually, but I didn't get one. Um, so I'll get one done. I'll get one done this this coming July fourth, which is um American, what's the day? Independence Day. That's a load of shit. Independence Day is an absolutely load of shit. The film is good with Will Smith, but the actual event, I don't know what's going on there. It's really just kind of. Americans being up their own arse and celebrating something that probably doesn't need to necessarily be celebrated, but hey, that's what Americans do. That's what a lot of people do. There is a lot of useless holidays, is what I've kind of noticed. It. Um, obviously, in November, you've got fireworks. Is it fireworks day on a month? Where loads of knobheads go outside their homes and just blow fireworks off and make loads of noise on a Wednesday evening when everyone else has to go to work, but they break out the old fireworks. But in America, everyone's always breaking out fireworks, so I guess we're lucky here in England. Um, but yeah, I hate those people that just come outside and blow off fireworks in November. That's a waste of holiday, or kind of a national holiday, I guess. What's another one? Um, Easter, pointless. Easter is a waste of time. You get all you get out of it is uh, a week off school. Or is it two weeks? Two weeks off school, uh, and then you get to on the big day um, of God, which is which is meant to be celebrating. It's just meant to be a celebration of God. But seriously, it's so many people eating chocolates. I I have celebrated Easter in a way, so I'm not. I'm a bit of a hypocrite, but it is just eating chocolates, and it's an absolute waste of a holiday. But, hey, I get two weeks off. 
so I ain't complaining. But the day itself is annoying. Um, because I'm not a big fan of eggs. I like chocolate, but I can only have chocolate kind of rarely because I just... I don't like chocolate on a constant basis. It ruins the whole thing for me. So maybe Easter and a couple of times a year is the only really time I'd be eating chocolate. Because it is, chocolate is a bit too sweet at points. I hate dark chocolate. Dark chocolate is the bane of my life. I don't think it should exist. Apparently it's healthy, but I hate anything healthy. Um, but yeah, so chocolate, dark chocolate, get rid of that. Get rid of Easter and get rid of um, fireworks month. And doing that, why don't we just also get rid of every other stupid national holiday that isn't Christmas? Um, and I think we'll be good. And the reason I like Christmas is it's meant to be celebrating God. Whoa. Well, that was just a notification. I don't know if you heard that. A notification just went off my phone. That's how professional I am doing this podcast. Um... But yes, I think Christmas can stay because it's it's a time for family, isn't it? I think Christmas is kind of, for me at least, the one time every kind of family member is all in the same house at the same time, kind of all doing the same thing. Um, and I'm sure for other people, you know, having everyone in one safe place at the same time is um a common occurrence but not not for me so christmas is a nice time of year but i do hate turkey uh because it's dry i think it's you know eat chicken on uh christmas or actually eat some ham i don't know if it's ham popular i like ham on christmas um we have a recipe in our house where uh we get the ham right and we put it in a pot or whatever, and we uh, soak it in coke, we let it marinate in coke, and it may sound disgusting, but it is a great, a great contraption by my nan, so there you go, it's fantastic, keep Christmas then, I like, I'm just listening off holidays we can get rid of now, that's just what the podcast is going to be, keep Christmas, what's another important, or apparently important holiday, um, I don't know, that we'll just name them for now. If I come up with any more later on, we we can talk about them. But yeah, um, see, this week has been absolutely useless. But stuff is reopening. It seems like a bit more of a happier time, especially compared to about two months ago. I'm completely relaxed, as I've said. I've done absolutely nothing. And um, but I, it seems much more people are happy. I mean, here in England, we just you know a lot of people are just standing outside pubs and drinking. Which is not bad, but um, I think the pictures are really funny because it's just people out there and everyone's absolutely pissed up to the gills and just drinking and drinking and you can tell like residents passing by are annoyed. Um, I've seen loads of articles online saying, oh, residents of Cornwall or whatever are pissed off at people outside the pubs. But listen, people are happy. Things are opening up again. Things are getting a bit more calm, but there's still always the threat of the second wave, and that's when I get kind of nervous when that second wave could hit, and we all are just completely screwed. So let's hope that that doesn't happen. But I've seen many articles that are saying um, it won't happen, it will happen. 
it's really back and forth. I said this last week on the podcast. Nobody really knows what's happening. Nobody knows at all what's happening um, when it comes to this coronavirus. And, I, you know, I guess you can't, can you? It's something that hit us out of nowhere. And then when you start learning it, new rules come about, new developments come about, you know, changing of the two-meter rule. I think that's completely abolished now. I was talking about it last week. They were thinking of abolishing it. It's completely done. That's non-existent. I believe, come July 4th, and that's why the hairdressers and all of that are opening back up. But I feel that this is what I'm scared about, is things start reopening, and that second wave hits, and everything has to close down again. And I think that could happen soon. Like, opening up the hairdressers, some people are going to get a hairdress, uh, hairdress, Jesus Christ, a haircut. Um... And then, bang, starts again, everything's closed, pubs closed, hairdressers closed. Um, and everyone has to just go back to what we are now, kind of dormant in our houses. And people don't like that. I, I've absolutely hated this lockdown with a passion because you haven't been able to see your mates, have you? You've seen too much of your family, if anything. You know? I love my family, but seeing them every single day on a constant basis kind of around you, it can get annoying, but everything's opening up right now, and everything's getting a bit more relaxed, so I've had a lot more freedom to do kind of my own thing, so I'm getting used to all of that now, but yeah, two weeks ago I went on a, uh, a big walk with um, Aidan Robinson, a man that I do a podcast with, called The Eight Wheels and Fellows podcast with um, Tom Manning's also on it, so me and Aidan went on this walk in Bushy, Bushy Park is a park near me, <laughs> Right, it's literally just, like, I have a wall behind my house, or somewhere below my, behind my flat, right? And then over that is basically Bushy Park right there. So that's lovely to go for walks in. And we were walking in there, and everyone's getting very close, you know. The, the two-meter rule might have as well have been abolished just then, because no one was keeping distance. But it was a lovely walk. It was about two hours long. I, was, I wouldn't say we had a picnic, but we got some food out. I mean, we didn't, you know, lay down a little blanket and sit on the grass, because that's, you know, I've never liked that. I've never liked the thought of a picnic. I don't like sandwiches, really, just bread and throw shite on it. I've never liked any of that. So I've never really liked uh, picnics. I think I've only mainly been on a couple of picnics, and that's on my own volition. I mean, I'm not hoping for more picnics in my life. I hope... The last picnic I did was my final one because they are just apps. They're boring as well. You sit there, you eat, and then people talk with food in their mouth, which is disgusting. And if you do it, I mean, I'd love to punch you in the face. But um, I'm a bit too weak for that. But yeah, picnics, stupid. Get rid of picnics. This, this podcast is my absolute anger. And that's what you get every week. Last week I was complaining about stuff. This week I'm complaining about stuff. Complain with Tyler Brown. Shit on people with Tyler Brown. That'd be a new podcast name. Um, so yeah, picnics are absolutely annoying. I hate forced fun. And a picnic is kind of a forced fun thing for me. And when I say forced fun, I mean like things that are put together because it sounds funny. Or, or not funny, it sounds fun. It sounds like, oh, that'll be a laugh. But in the end, it isn't. I'm not a big fan of planning stuff. I mean, planning is essential, 
but I don't like planning because every time I've planned something, something goes wrong. The something might you know happen, right? It's not the whole day will be ruined, but something minor will go wrong or something big will go wrong. I don't really like planning because the plan never goes to plan. So what's the point of it? Um, because you just I've set up many occasions, right? You set up a meeting, not in like an office, like a meeting between mates, right? And it doesn't always happen, or it doesn't happen with some, like someone's ill. I have a headache. Yeah. Okay. Do you? Or do you just want to sit in? I mean, I've done the same thing. I've, you know, everyone kind of shoves off their mates one or two times, right? Where it's like, oh, feeling ill. To, I'm feeling ill to, today, mate. I won't be coming in today. Yep. Oh, I bet. Oh, I bet it'll be a laugh. And that's what you say. Oh, it's gonna be an absolute laugh, but. Oh, I wish I can be there, but... Oh, busy today, mate. Got to walk the dog. No, you don't. You're just going to sit down and play games. And that's what I did. I've blown off many events. Uh, a lot last year. Because while I do like being social, I don't like kind of big crowds of like... And when I say big crowds, it's basically a small crowd to many people. I don't like kind of parties, right? But it's like 10 people or, you know, more. Because you show up, you say hi to the person that invited you, right? Hello, here's your gift, you know, have fun with that. And then they fuck off to one corner of the room. So you're left there on your own with your thumb up your ass. You know, you have no one really to talk to. You talk to the two other people that you know. Uh, and then everyone else is kind of, you either don't know them or he's a weird kid that shits in his lunchbox and eats it. You don't want to talk to him. The guy that wears bowling shoes to parties. Don't talk to him. He's a freak. So, yeah, you keep away from them. Parties are stupid. Everyone's in there. Some people won't even like each other. And it's forced fun again. A party is definitely forced fun. And when we were younger, five or six, I was invited to a couple of parties. I didn't go to them all. I remember going to one. And it's always in, you know, when you're younger, it's always in some kind of um, building with, like, a monkey kind of bath-type occasion. And you go in, right, and it's like... Like, if it was laser tag, for example, you do go in, and you stand in the line, and some knobhead with the gun would go, OK, this is what you have to do, and he hates his life, because why, why would you want to stand in front of children and tell them the rules? He... He knows they ain't going to listen to rules and he knows he has to go home to his shitty little apartment and sleep on his couch. And you don't want that. Uh, he, you know, so he's depressed. We're depressed listening to his drowny little voice. I bet you you guys are depressed listening to my voice complaining. And he's like, oh, don't punch people in there. And then you go in... And you're all in a line, and then you have to put these things on, and then it's like, oh, you have to be safe. And then someone breaks the wall, just like, oh, get out. I've never gone paintballing, right? And apparently, you know, getting hit by a paintball is extremely painful. I'm never going to do it, I don't think. It's just not my thing. All that stuff is not my kind of type of fun. I don't like kind of set up events like that. I like kind of a walk in a park in a way. You know, get a couple of mates along, 
mates that you know, mates that you can talk to, make sure they can all talk to each other so it's not awkward, or you know they're going to get along if they, ha- if they haven't chatted before. And just walk and see what happens along the way. Not something that's set up three months in advance and you get an invitation to, because those are the worst type of events. Because when you get the invitation, right, to this party with this knobhead who you don't want to see, right, with these other knobheads, I've used the, the term knobhead a lot, right, you get this invitation, it's all nice and done, all printed off, right? They get their printer, they print it off. They write down all, you're invited to my science party, right? I got an invitation to a science party once. Now, my science teacher will attest to this. I am absolute dog shite at science. I'm interested in it, but I'm absolute dog shite. I'm dog shite at science and I'm dog shite at maths. So I got invited to a science party, right? And this was three months in advance. And how I got the invitation was funny. I was just walking around, right? I was about to go through Bishop Park. There's a gate next to a Sainsbury's. And that Sainsbury's has loads of bins behind it. But the gate is, like, near the bins. So I'm just, you know, I'm walking in with my mother, because I was about seven at the time. And this car comes whizzing by. That's, that's my car sound effect. Um, and just stops by, uh, near us. Now, there's this little kid, and he was little. Very athletic kid, did loads of swimming and flipping and all of that. And his mother, right? So I didn't know the mother. I was thinking, oh God, what's this? Are we about to get mugs? Because it was an, it was an aggressive turn, right? And they get out and they give you the the card. Come to my birthday party, and the card's all done up, right? It was like science little like um things, and someone in a lab coat. And you're thinking, oh, I like this. This kid's alright. And this looks fun from this lovely done-up little invitation. Um, I'll see you in August. And it's, you know, May. Oh. That's just, oh. I have to wait two months for this, so I'll either forget, or by the time I'll get there, I've lost all anticipation for it. I've lost all interest in going to this person's party. And um, that's what ended up happening came to the big day and I, I was a bit nervous of going because I knew there'd be loads of people that I don't like there and I can get I get a bit like oh around people that I don't know because it's like yeah there's making new friends but then there's just talking to people who might not like you and I think that's my one of my fears when I was younger and that fear's gone now is kind of rejection right and you don't want to go up to someone and they think you're an idiot so I didn't really want to go to the party I didn't end up going, and um, me and that kid never got along the same again. I mean, we got along and we chatted, but it was not the same. I think it was he knew that I wasn't ill on that day, or he knew that I didn't have a headache, or whatever the excuse was back then. Um, so we never got along. So that's what parties can do. They seem all flashy, fun. Oh, someone's got balloons. Uh oh, someone's pissing up their guts. But in the end, it could ruin relationships and friendships. That's not true. Go to parties, kids. Be responsible. But then, you see on Instagram, right? And these are the people that are just, oh, (laughs) right? You see on Instagram pictures at a party. It's a house party. People crammed into one room, all standing next to each other, kind of rubbing up against each other. People, strangers in there, friends in there, you know. They're all holding a bottle of whiskey because, ooh, I'm 14, but, man, I can drink up a storm. 
And um, and they stand there with their alcohol, thinking that, you know, with a hoodie up, doing a little face, like, oh, I hate the world. I've experienced 14 years in this world, and I'm already sick of it. And they got their alcohol, and they got, yeah, you know, making their faces, gang signs. <laughs> um, and those parties are just the worst, at least from an outsider's point of view. I'd never go to one of those parties. One where you all stand around in a house, a house party is the worst. At least at a set-up event, there's enough space to kind of walk around. A house party, are you kidding me? Try and walk around in this cramped little bungalow. I mean, it wasn't a bungalow, that picture, but it might as well be a bungalow. There's nowhere to walk. Um, so, yeah, I hate all those types of parties, and I don't like those people. I mean, what are you doing? Why, why are you drinking big bottles of alcohol in your in your parents house what's the point and you know the kids get told off you know they do they ain't getting away with that and if they do get away with that i mean that's just let's go back to parenting from last week that's parenting failure right there but there's loads of the stingy kids online especially on instagram and i follow many of them and i'm sure they're nice people and i've you know uh, they could be the nicest person in the world, but they do stingy stuff, and they look a bit like a fool. I've, you know, so many pictures of just people making a fool of themselves, um, and they probably think at the time this is the coolest thing, but, you know, a couple of years down the line, you're going to look back on that. I sound like a 40-year-old man, but I basically am. Um, you're going to look back on that, and you're going to think you're an idiot. What was I doing? Why are my trousers down by my ankles? Oh, I'm pissing on the dog. You know? It's just pointless, all that. Talking of um, acting like a 40-year-old, took a mental age test last week, and they're very arbitrary, right? I had the mental age of a 41-year-old, so basically right now I'm living my midlife crisis. But I've always, I've always seen myself as a bit of a Benjamin Button type, where when I was younger, I was probably smarter, or smarter for that age at least. Like if I was... Smarter for that age. But everyone's caught up now. Everyone knew, knows now what I knew then. And now I don't know what they know now. So now I seem like a bit of an idiot. Like back then, could break out the dictionary. Let me tell you some big words. I used arbitrary earlier. You know, not many people use the word arbitrary. But now people know the word arbitrary. And I've lost all my mystique of kind of being smart. I mean, I just did my exams, right? History. Great, went great. English, went good. Um, hospitality and catering, good. Even though I, I don't know how you can fail that, really. But apparently you can. Um, that went good. Drama, lovely. Maths, failure. That, rubbish. Um, probably one of my worst results as of late, but not my worst result. I mean, I'll tell you how bad I am at maths. And I'm in set five, right? So I'm at the lowest set you can be. And I got five on a test, right? Five out of 50 or 49, right? That's how bad things could get. And it does make me nervous. It does make me really nervous for the future because maybe I ain't trying hard enough. And I probably, I'm probably not, you know, when it comes to the maths and all that, but 
I've always seen it as, and I know this is a bad view of the world, if you're in set five, where are you going to go? You know? Cause, but at this point, in year 10 where I am now, you're not going to get to year 11 and be in set one. But I guess you always have to have that mental kind of fortitude of, I can at least do good where I am now. And I'm hoping to get that. I probably, you know what, if I got off my arse, because I'm being, you know, if I got off my arse and stopped being lazy and stopped kind of going, oh, you know, what's the point? I could probably, you know, get a good score or at least a good score for that, you know, stage that you can get. Yeah, because on the mass test, right, you have to get about 45 out of 50 to get even a four. And a four is, okay, so there's new, there's a new grading system. One to nine Four's a pass, four and above, you know, pass and good and all that. Uh, below a four, you failed your GCSE, basically. And you need a 40-something 40, 40 out of 50 to even get a four, right? And the highest you can even go on the test, because it's gridlocked, is a five. So you can't get any higher of a five, even if you've got the perfect score, because that's just what they're doing. So, really... If I even want to get a pass in maths, I have to absolutely go mental on the revision. And I, right now, a year away from the exam, I just can't. I just, I don't. Right now, at least, this is my this is my record. Maybe in a couple of years, you know, I, I would have passed my maths, and I'll be listening back on this, and I'll be like, oh, this is this is inspirational stuff, man. But right now, I don't know. My future when it comes to maths is in, is in a weird place. Same with science. I've done good on science before, but I've also done really bad. This time round was bad, which is nervous because this was a trial exam. And it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great, which gets you nervous when a year's, year's time comes. But that's also why you shouldn't be partying. You're wasting your time at some someone's house... All bundled together. Oh, yeah, a bit of brandy. Do people? Do, I don't know. I don't know any alcohol. I've never, I've never had an alcoholic beverage. Um, so I don't know any alcohols. Alcohols. I don't know. I sound like a fucking idiot to you people that drink. Um, which you shouldn't be drinking at this age, really. And I don't want to sound like an old man, but don't do it. You know, don't do it. It's a no-no. For me, at least. But that's just how I was raised. I was raised. Um, where it's just like, oh, no point. But it's not even kind of how you're raised. It's just, I don't see the point in it at this stage. It's not going to get me anywhere. It's not going to get me anywhere. So there you go. If you want inspiration from me, don't drink, kids. At, especially at house parties. If it's at your own house... I think you're good, but if you get invited to a house party, don't drink because you'll just end up annoyed at yourself for going around and talking to people that you didn't want to talk to and drinking alcohol that tasted like a dog's anus. <laughs> That's my outlook on parties. But um, I do have a new segment, and I I want to get this set up because last week there was no segments. It was plain talk, right? So I want to get a segment this week. Um... And I'm going to go on a Quora, is what it's called, right, or whatever. And Quora is a kind of questions and answers type thing, um, like an AMA, right? 
So you go through and there's loads of questions. And I want to go through and look at these questions and answer, uh, answer one for myself. And this can be kind of an advice segment. You see it on loads of podcasts. Um, so this will be my advice segment, but it's not going to be... Well, it can be serious, but I don't want to go too serious because that'll just take everything down on this podcast. And I think it's already been a bit dreary today. So I don't want to bring it down. So we're going to find some funny questions that I can answer. If this segment goes good, you know, I might ask you guys out there for some stuff to send and some questions you need out with or advice, whatever, if you want to. Uh, If it goes terrible, um, we'll never mention Quora again on the podcast. So I'm going to type in, let's type in what, and let's see what comes in. Um, oh, this is, okay. There's, um, what is love, what disgusts you, what's being human, okay. I don't know what weirdos asking that, but okay. What's the internet? <laughs> now, that's probably from a 90-year-old woman. I don't know what she's doing on Quora. I mean, that is weird that she's on Quora if she doesn't know what the internet is. But there you go. What if? That's a good one. Let's just, let's just click on what if. Um, so, true. Whoa. What would happen to the side of your face if an elephant slapped it, slapped or hit it with their trunk? Well, I think, um, for that question, your face would crush. No, it wouldn't. But it it would not be, um, it wouldn't be a nice experience, would it? It'd just be like getting slapped by the world's strongest man. Um, who's asking that? I mean, who's getting ready to get slapped by an elephant? It's probably Attenborough. David Attenborough gets up to a lot of stuff, and I'm sure he's on Quora a lot. It's his, um... His favourite place to go for questions. This is a really weird site. I'm going to go to the front page. uh, And this is where you find the best stuff. Because this is just random. Um, Let's check it out. Oh, here. Here's a good one. Uh, Teenage question here. From Avi Lee. (laughs) What do teens do in their room? Now... I can be all funny and, you know, say wanking, but that would be absolutely disgusting of me. It would be immature for my age, and if I want a good score on my GCSE, I will not say that. So I'm going to say we like to um, paint. We love painting. We just get out the brush and um, the canvas and... A fresh canvas a day keeps the mind at array. I was trying to do a rhyme. Absolutely failed. But teens paint. Um, we love writing books. Oh, Tell you what, if you want a best-selling author, go to a teenager. They'll write the best book. Um, we love reading philosophical articles. You know, some of the best philosophers of our time will come from a teenager's bedroom. 
you know, get rid of your old philosophers. They mean nothing because the best philosopher will come from a teenage room. And I don't mean come in that way, you fucking dirty bastard. Because that's not what teenagers do in their room. Um, we love to read the dictionary because a new word can only get you so far in life. You know, I've learned so many new words. Sporacle. You know, all of this from the dictionary. So many treasure... Words I will treasure in years to come. Not like that again. Um, We love cleaning, cleaning shoes. I think that's, you know, a clean shoe means a clean life. (laughs) So there you go. Um... Let's go quickly through, so that was the question, um, that's the question of what do teenagers do in their room, <coughs> wanking, um, oh here's a nice question, why is my mum trying to kick me out, I'm 12 years old, <laughs> okay, is there any, <laughs> um, well I think there's nothing, there's no background to this, I'd like some background on this question. Why is my mum trying to kick me out? Well, it could have been... <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. Um, your mother could be trying to kick you out because you're a knob. And you're going to parties. See, it all comes back around in this podcast. Um, it could be that you're going to parties, uh, drinking at 12. I don't know. <laughs> when do people start drinking? Um, you could have just absolutely pissed off your mum. She was trying to, you know... She, she, maybe she pissed you off. She came in when you were trying to write your best-selling book and you told her, Mom, just get out of here. Or you read a new word in the dictionary. Just spunk off. Not like that. Um, so I don't know why your mom's trying to kick you out. Maybe she's a bad mother. Maybe you're a bad child. You have to take that into consideration. Respect your mothers. I said this last week. Respect the mothers. They have a hard time. I think. Um, but uh, I'm I'm a goody two shoes. Some people say, "Oh, you don't take chances in life." Yeah, well. Um, oh, here's another question. Um, <laughs> how was your first day in prison? What crime did you commit? Let's just read this. Oh, there's a picture of a lovely prison. Let's see. I'm gonna proof. I'm gonna read this beforehand because I don't want to get. Oh. Okay, I read it beforehand, and the first sentence was, um, in 1987, I killed a 22-year-old man. So, I will not be reading into that question. So, you can see how Quora works. Um, and I'm going to find some better questions, maybe later on in the podcast, or next week. Um, and I'm going to find them beforehand, so we don't have to have this. But this was just a tester. And send in your own questions. I think I put the email in the podcast description, or just DM me on Instagram at the real Tyler Brown. With little dots in between to separate the words because it looks neat. So if you want some advice, there you go. Or just write it on Quora and I'll somehow find it and probably make fun of you. Um, there you go. What what else can we talk about this week? Um, it's not much else going on really. This week has been really boring, so I really don't have that much to say. But for next week, trust me, it's going to be kicking off in my life. You know. Saturday night tomorrow. Oh, waity. You know, I might end up going to a house party. No. No. I will not stick myself in that crowd of druards. 
Duolards. I think I was meant to say Dullards. Dullards? See, I've been learning from my dictionary. And wanking. See you next week.